so Hector <laughs> mom told me you had to pick me up from school <laughs> Hector the pizza the pizza rolls are ready Hector mom says it's He's... time to set the table <laughs> he just looks so pouty in that I scene. Know. It's truly my favorite. I know. Thing. Brad Brad looks really pouty in both of these movies. He's a, an especially like sad, pouty little man in, in, in both the, the movies we're discussing. I agree. Don't shift your way. Don't stare. And for God's sake, whatever you do. Hello and welcome to March Bradness Halloween edition. <laughs> wow, that was, was good. Is that good? Thank you. Um, I liked that. That was good. Thank you. I'm I'm Sarah. I'm not a ghost. I'm Hannah. I'm uh, not a ghost, but I am properly frightened. <gasps> um, and this is the world's only March Madness style Brad Pitt themed podcast where we're pitting every one of Brad Pitt's movies against one another in a quest to find the ultimate Brad. Will it be? How was that one? That was great. Thanks. 10 out of 10. Um, not a spoiler free podcast in case you haven't figured that out already. Gonna be talking about the movies. So if you don't want to be spoiled for Troy or Ocean's Eleven, um, I really don't know what to tell you because you should know what happens in Troy. Did you come if out of a time you, capsule? I guess like budget cuts and education systems probably. Oh, God, I remember. So maybe that's like watching that movie in school. Although I'm kind of shocked watching it again because there's a lot of sex and There's a lot of violence. sex and a lot of like heads getting cut off and shit. Yeah. Seems about right for the American school system. Yeah. Uh, something I learned today that I either repressed or didn't know is that Troy was written by one of the co-creators of the fucking Game of Thrones series. Whoa. That really checks yep. out. That really checks right? out. You know, I well, I guess we're jumping into Troy. Yeah, may as well. I may as well. I guess, well, should we start with a synopsis? Um, Troy takes place... In Greece, it's the story of the Trojan horse and Achilles, more specifically, which is part of the Homer extended universe, according to that one tweet. Um, Brad Pitt is Achilles, and he doesn't want to fight for Helen of Troy, but then they kill his cousin, and then he's like, fuck this, and then he fights for Troy, and then he dies. Yeah. The movie is three hours long, and Brian Cox of Succession fame is in it, and my head bolted up like a dog hearing treats rattling when I heard him talking and I was like oh my god it's Logan I can't believe this Game of Thrones tidbit that makes so much sense like right the the way that just so much about it it's very Game of Thrones in it to the point where like I gotta say I didn't mind watching it again as much as I thought that I would yeah. Like, it wasn't a fun time, but it wasn't, like, pulling teeth like some of these other ones have been. Because I was like, well, I mean, like, they know how to film a battle in a way that, like, it feels like it has stakes. And I spent a lot of the movie thinking about what it would be like to live in ancient Greek times and <laughs> the weird clothes you would wear. And, um, you know, you'd probably be pretty stinky. And um, that's true. I was thinking about that when you had to watch Brad Pitt, or should I say, when you got to watch Brad Pitt take a bath, <laughs> when you were allowed to watch Brad, 
take a bath. I well, I got you know. I was really into the concept of um, when Brad offered the um, the girl they'd captured, the woman I should say, the war. What's the word I'm looking for? They captured her from the war, and um, he was like, "You should the the pow prisoner of war." Yeah, the prisoner of war. Thank you. <laughs> that's the word. That's the word the I'm p- looking for. Yeah. He well, first of all, he was like, "You should clean your face," and he like throws a rag at her because she's all bloodied, and then uh, she like doesn't get a chance to raise the washcloth, and then he's like, "You should eat," and he shoves a platter of food at her, and I was like, "Which is it, Brad? What do you want her to do?" <laughs> but I was going to say he's just <laughs> trying to take care of her when you don't know how to help, and you're like, "Here, can this, that, the other," but um. That plate of food looked awesome. It was, like, served on, like, a giant grape leaf on a platter, and it was, like, grapes and, like, cheeses and other assorted things. And I was like, damn. Damn, that sounds so good. Imagine getting served a snack plate like that. By a a very rugged, very handsome Brad Pitt in a skirt. (laughs) I would be like, hell yes. Thank you, Brad. (laughs) Thanks, Poppy. (laughs) Holy shit. He's really hot in this, I will say. He's really hot. I'm just like, I'm, listen, I'm not an ass man. <laughs> um, and I'm not a beefcake girl. Yeah. I feel like I need to reiterate this. This is a Brad. It's really not my my genre. <laughs> it's really not. boy I like looking at. This is very far from a, 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 a skinny, a skinny ripped? Yeah, skinny ripped or just like I was, wasting away yeah. kind of Victorian. Yeah. You know, tall, tall, skinny, goth BF yeah. as opposed to big titty goth GF. <laughs> yeah, this is a brat I would go bisexual for in a big way. I mean, it helps also that the first shot he's introduced in is pretty much full butt after his threesome. <laughs> yeah, I think. Hell yeah, Brad. And then he fucking tells that kid, <laughs> the kid is like, you are so brave for going to fight, sir. I don't think I could be able to do that. And then Brad is like, that is why no one will remember your name. And he just, like, rides off away from this, like, fucking eight-year-old. I'm fucking dead. Like an asshole. I saw your tweet about it before I watched the movie, and so I noticed it this time, and I was like, holy fucking shit, Brad. Why did you dunk on that kid so hard? No one will remember you? Who says that? He was just coming to wake you up. Don't shoot the messenger. Jesus Christ. He was eight. I'm horrified. Fucking Achilles is the stoner you you hate to love. He's like a skateboarding. He's just like a big dumb shitty job. He drinks monster energy drinks and Arizona iced tea and he like rolls up. And he like crushes it on his forehead. Yeah, and he litters his cigarettes because he's like, fuck the environment. And he's the worst, but like everyone's kind of charmed by him and he gets away with everything. I think we talked about this last time we talked about Troy and I continue to like to think of it as sort of like a commentary on what that sort of like quote unquote destiny and like big fame does to you and Mm -hmm. like how can you survive? Like how does that lead to like a certain amount of apathy, Mm -hmm. which I think is really interesting. Totally. And not what the movie actually is about. I know. And I'm just reading all that shit into it. I was just going to say I'm so mad that they fucking, like, skipped everything that's actually interesting about the story of Achilles. Um, I, like, I understood it better this time, maybe because it was the third time and I'm terrible at movie 
watching, but also because I recently read the book that I stole from you and still need to give back, um, <laughs> which is the fucking gay Achilles and Patrocles, uh, what's it called? Song of Achilles by Madeline Miller. Yeah, and that book, Good Time, focuses entirely on Achilles, like, struggling with, like, his destiny and, like, also the implications of, like, having a god as your parent and, like, all of that. Yeah. There's some cool stuff in there that the movie was just like, no, we're going to go right to war. Yeah, and then we're going to give Orlando Bloom a lot of screen time, even though he is not great at acting and also just sucks. (laughs) Playing a total dirtbag who started a war because he liked a girl. Wanted to get his dick wet. Yeah. Started a whole war. Killed his, got his brother killed. Wouldn't even fight when it was like his turn to fight. He like cowered and He's like, oh shit, I don't want to go up against Logan Roy. He's going to tell me to fuck off. (laughs) He cowered. He clinged to his brother's leg. Clung to his brother's leg. Operating on half a brain cell today, but um, it's okay. Me too. It's all good. Yeah, come on, come on, Troy. Give us the goods. Give us just like I want, like a really like nuanced historical epic with hot Brad Pitt. You you know, I just want it to be so much more than it is. And then it's just like a lot of like Lord of the Rings was popular. Yeah, this is what the people want kind of deals. And then it just like I'm like. I don't know. It's fine. Again, this is a really good movie for if you're a super hungover history or uh, literature teacher <laughs> in high school. Yeah. Because you, you can just like plop those kids on front of that movie for the next four days. <laughs> Literally. Make them write an essay about the Iliad or whatever, you know? Yes, God. You know what is really, I'm just going to admit this because I know I'm not the only one. I thought that the Trojan horse in the War of Troy was like, real i thought it was like based on a historical event and um i had to google after this movie i was like was the trojan horse real and uh google, <laughs> google shot me down real quick oh Without, no uh, the whole thing was uh, i didn't like made up all growing up i didn't understand why the trojans would like bring a huge wooden horse into their village like why they were like oh yeah, this seems I legit would be a look <laughs> be like oh where are we supposed to put this guys like <laughs> what the fuck is this what were they gonna do but with then it? watching this movie <laughs> when they were like oh it's an offering to the god poseidon we can't get rid of it and we got to take it to the poseidon yeah. temple i was like okay i guess that oh out. this is really interesting i was reading um it was probably just the wikipedia article or something like because there really was a town of Troy and they were like I mean surely mm-hmm. battles happen there so it's like possible that something inspired the myth and one of the theories was that like an earthquake could have happened and like brought down part of the wall and let people in and they were talking about how like Poseidon was associated with earthquakes and also horses so like it could have brought that mm. into the myth and I was like that's cool I love a good like historical base for a myth yeah that's really I interesting I think it's cool kind of spooky i like all those ones where they're like tracing myths and stuff and legends and stuff back to like krakatoa i think that's really interesting wait what Um, krakatoa it was like this huge volcanic eruption it exploded in 1883 Mm -hmm. and and it just like 
totally fucked a bunch of shit up in terms of like the weather and like the sky and stuff like uh-huh. you could see the results of it like it was in the south pacific or something and you could uh-huh. see the results like as far away as like london the war of the worlds and stuff is like in part they think just Whoa. inspired by it because it was like all this unexplainable shit that happened oh. it's really interesting i watched a documentary about it when i was a kid that gave me goosebumps. yeah you should you should google it up i love that shit that's so fucking cool. And like, yeah, for all that stuff, I feel like there would be no other explanation than like supernatural or religious. Like, that's really interesting. Um, I do want to acknowledge that today is Halloween when the people are listening to this and think it that is. if you are in need of a last minute Halloween costume tonight, Brad Pitt in Troy is probably a good one. Oh, yeah. That'd be great. Just put on a leather uh, skirt, a, a, a <laughs> bodice. And have your long then, flowing uh, locks down and ready to go. Yeah. You're good. You're good. You can just be like, just pout the whole time. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then you can at one point be like, alternatively, ah, you could do, <laughs> alternatively, you could do uh, Brad Pitt training his big air quotes cousin Patrocles on the <laughs> steps, and you would just like have like a nice indigo sarong. Yes. Like, and like a little seashell necklace. That was a great look. I yeah. cannot believe that they made Patrick Lee's his cousin because they were like, it'll be too homoerotic if he's not. But then it just means it's like a weird relationship with his cousin. A coward's move. You know, <laughs> it's true. But also, as we've discussed many times on the pod, I don't know if Brad Pitt could play gay. Yeah, he can't, but it's okay. He could still have like I a I think very he close... could try, though. I would like to see it. Brad, prove me wrong. Uh... So how do we feel about the Brad in this third time? Um, so I feel like, again, I want this one to be better than it actually is. Yeah. And I think that I'm reading a lot into it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that we're making the movie better in our heads. Yeah, because it could be really good, but yeah. it's not. <laughs> no, I was paying attention this time, um, which I was proud of myself for, uh, because I remember last. <laughs> I remember last time we were like... <laughs> We were desperately clinging to straw. I don't remember what we kicked out, but it was like shitty, so I don't feel bad about it. But um, I remember we were like, well, maybe he's seems kind of disinterested and checked out because like that's the character of Achilles. And so I was like looking for that this time. I don't know that I would go so far as to say that he's checked out. Like I think some of that is definitely coming from the character, but at the same time, like, I mean, the biggest thing I was noticing is, like, how loosey-goosey his accent is in this. <laughs> like, he just straight up drops that at several points and, like, is doing his, like, regular mumbly Brad voice, where it's just, like, straight up Brad yeah. Pitt talking. But then Orlando Bloom, who is British, wasn't <laughs> speaking in a British accent. Right? Which is just, like, like I feel like it's either, like, cast the people with the actual accent, spend the time to, like, train the people how to speak consistently in the accent you want them to, teach, like, talk yeah. in. Or just like let everyone talk the way that they usually yeah. talk. Just you know, pull whatever. a pull a death of Stalin, yeah. pull a Chernobyl. Whatever you do, just be please be consistent. Like I have to assume. Just, I mean, the sheer fact that the movie is three hours long tells you that it probably was not a great time to be on. Like I feel like I'm sure that that was like. I don't know. I just got the sense that everybody on set was like fed up with whoever was directing this. Um, and not, yeah, I, I don't think anybody was trying that hard in Troy. Certainly not the, the, um, uh, Troyans. <laughs> Trojans? Trojans. Because <laughs> they got gunked. <laughs> 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 Losers. 
no, that's not nice. They all died. It's a tragedy. I think so. I don't really know because the the movie sort of just ended when Achilles died, but I think there was definitely more war after that. Yeah. Well, they had the tunnel, right? Like the um what was her name? The wife of uh Hector uh was supposed to <laughs> usher people out of the city into safety. I think that the real winner of Troy is Jennifer Aniston, because even though her marriage to Brad Pitt will shortly fall apart after this movie's release, uh, she got to smang it with that Brad Pitt. For a second, I thought that you were saying that Jen was in this movie, and I was terrified. I was like, where? (laughs) I was like, was she Helen? And then I was like, no, Jesus Christ, I'm not that bad at faces. So... (laughs) No, she was just married yeah, no, to she Brad was, Pitt. She was I, in that. One of his hottest roles, yeah. for sure. Oh, that was peak performance. Maybe that's peak Brad. I mean, come on, let's be real. This movie wins. <laughs> you may not like it, but that's what peak male performance <laughs> looks like. I'm trying to think of more Halloween jokes for this episode. Here's a... Uh, <laughs> I kind of just want to talk about all of the good Halloween costumes you okay. could do with Brad Pitt characters. Okay. Um, you could be a Trojan horse. Um, we already talked about Brad Pitt with the s- skirt. Uh, I think Rusty would be a good Halloween costume. Yeah, Rusty would be awesome. Because you could do the scorpion hand tattoo, and then if you needed, you could also be Jesse Pinkman. <laughs> True. If you'd like go to two different parties but wanted to do a quick Rusty change. Rusty would be fairly recognized. At first I was like, well, people would just be like, who are you? You're just a person in a suit. But if that you had the hand tattoo, you had the big walkie-talkie that he had, and then you Yeah, have, the sunglasses. Like, yeah, and then, and just, then like, kept some, snacking. Yeah, keep snacking. And then you could carry some poker chips around or something for people that aren't getting yeah. it. You'd throw the poker chips at them. There was a guy at the party that I was at last night who... I never saw him. I only heard the legend of him. Apparently, he was dressed as Italy, and he was handing everybody he met pasta, like dry spaghetti and macaroni. That's amazing. It was incredible. I just kept running into people that had these like handfuls of macaroni, and they'd be like, I don't know what to do with this. Or they would have like uncooked spaghetti sticking out of their pocket. And I was like, where is everybody getting pasta? And they were all like, oh, you got to talk to Italy. But I never found him, so. Wow, it seems like you had a way more exciting party than I did. A lot happened, but you had a ghost, so that's the true Halloween party. I guess. I had had a Halloween party last night, and at one point in the middle of the party, uh, the lid of my trash can, like, flew off of the trash can, (laughs) um, and no one was standing by it, and no one was touching it or throwing anything away. And this apartment, if you've been a longtime listener of the cast, as you know, has previously had a ghost. Have we talked about that on the cast? Probably. I don't... We talked about it a lot when it was happening. It was a significant life event. It was very truly, honestly haunted. I say this with sincerity. No, it was for real. Because then we talked... Yeah, and we talked about the man we met who, like, can see into the void. It was just... I don't, I don't think know, that we've but, talked about this on the podcast, but if you've ever met me in real life, I've definitely told this story because this is the most bonkers thing that's ever happened. Anyway. Um, it's back? <laughs> question mark? The ghost is maybe. back in business? Back and better than ever? Um, but, so I guess that's cool, but... Uh, um, should we talk about Ocean's Eleven? Yeah. Uh, do you want to do the summary or should I? Um, I? Hannah, would you mind doing both summaries this time just because... Ocean's Eleven, I still don't know that I could could 
describe it um yes so oceans 11 uh takes place in las vegas and brad pitt plays rusty ryan uh who is the partner in crime to danny ocean aka george clooney aka the clunes um george clooney just got out of prison for stealing stuff and then immediately went back to Vegas and he was like, I'm going to run a heist on uh, this guy who runs a bunch of the major casinos in LA or in LA, <laughs> a lot of the major casinos in Las Vegas. And he gets a bunch of his friends together, including but not limited to Brad Pitt, Don Cheadle, Bernie Mac and ex friend of the show, Matt Damon. Um and then they pull a complicated heist on a casino on a big fight night so they can get a bunch of money and then they get a bunch of the money and they all look at the Vegas fountain and they go their separate ways. Dun 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 to be continued. Yeah. The end. Very good. It's a really fun time. It's like I've said it before and I'll say it again. Anytime I'm watching a movie where things happen or there are jokes I'm always like, but why am I not watching Ocean's Eleven right now? <laughs> any movie with things happening or jokes? Um, no, but like any sort of like, like ensemble, like mishap sort of comedy. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know. Uh, I just feel like I've been watching a lot of movies recently where I'm like, I wish I was just watching an Ocean's movie instead. Like the Three Stooges. <laughs> yeah. Or um, I don't, what was that one that we just uh, snatched? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Snatch is the prime Ocean's Eleven wannabe. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's a fun, it's just fun. It's a fun time. It's like the perfect heist movie. It really is. It's like snappy and fun and like not overly long. It has just enough like twists and turns to keep it fun. Uh, Yeah. It's a good movie. Yeah. Good movie. Excellent, Brad. Oh, great, Brad. Um, I know we've talked about it before and I wish that I could talk about it with more nuance. But I just think that this is such a good example of, like, Brad Pitt being such a good ensemble actor, mm-hmm. whereas Troy, I think, is a really good example of how maybe Brad Pitt isn't the best leading actor. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, he's so good at sharing the screen and, like, the cast with the rest of the ocean's folk. Mm-hmm. The the rest of the ocean. The rest of the ocean. <laughs> he's but a shell in the ocean. No, definitely. He, he like... He fits into his role really well. He's funny. He's always, like, kind of um, the the light of the scene when he's talking. But, like, it never feels like he's trying to, like, take over anybody or... Yeah, I just... I don't know. It's just... It's just... It's just a good... It's a good little picture. You know? It's a fun time. It's just a romp. They're stealing... Not diamonds. They're, that's the other one. They're stealing money. <laughs> They're uh, they're they're getting revenge. George Clooney is trying to win back his wife, Jennifer Garner. Mm-hmm. I never know how to feel about, or like maybe this time I didn't know how to feel about like the similarities between Brad's character and like who he is as a person. You know, like mm. it's interesting. I was just thinking about how I feel like some of our favorite Brad roles is where he's doing the least acting yeah. and is just like chilling and being a person. And so I'm like. I'm like, do we just like Brad Pitt, like, being Brad Pitt? Right. Like, is that what Bradness is? 
are, Maybe. are his interviews true Bradness? <laughs> I will not be pitting every one of Brad Pitt's interviews against him. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate Brad. Here's the ultimate Brad. The ultimate Brad is when you run into Brad Pitt at the DMV. Oh. That's the ultimate Brad. And he turns towards you it's and he's true. like, what are you in for? And you hold up your ticket numbers and, and smile at each other. And you're like, yeah. And he's like, I'm getting a vanity plate. <laughs> what does it say? Uh, Gotta go Don't fast. sue. What? It says don't sue because the New Orleans courts just ruled that he could be sued for the houses. <laughs> that. This is dark. <laughs> I don't think he would get that as a vanity plate. <laughs> I think he would get something silly, but also a little tongue-in-cheek. I just think it would be gotta go fast, because everyone loves Sonic, and surely Brad does, too. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I feel like... Um, also, why is he so freaking sad in this movie? Like, I know we talked know. about it. Why is he so sad? There's so He's many shots sad. where Rusty is just, like, staring, like, mournfully into the distance. And I just... And then there's the, the ever-loved, uh, what are you, suicidal only yeah. in the mornings. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? He's a straight up a sad man. He's a sad, sad... When he's watching the strippers in the beginning... And he's just like, looks like he's about to cry. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. <laughs> like, what happened? I've come to speak with you again. Will we ever know? It's the kind of thing where, like, I know the writers knew. Like, I feel like they must have told him, like, hey, Brad, can you be, like, really sad? Because, like, this happened to your character, but we're not going to explain that. Right? Or did Brad I, yeah, make that character choice? Was Brad like, I want there to be more to Rusty. Like, how about he just, uh, you know, lost... He's just, like, depressed. <laughs> he's just going through it, you know? He's been in therapy, but, like, he's just, like, really... Maybe he's mad because he feels like his best friend slash maybe boyfriend uh, just got out of prison and all he wants to do is fuck over his ex-girlfriend's new love interest but yeah. brad thought that maybe finally they could be together maybe he's like man i'm just disappointed keeps going back to her and i thought uh this is our time oh unless mm -hmm. the other thing i remember reading somewhere is you know that first scene in oceans 12 when he's sneaking out of the bedroom yes how could i forget um <laughs> how could you forget uh, I remember reading somewhere where that scene actually takes place before Ocean's Eleven, and then Ocean's Eleven happens, and then they go to Europe, and then it's Ocean's Twelve. So maybe Brad Pitt's mad because he just had to dump his oh. Interpol girlfriend. Oh, that would definitely make sense. Like, I feel like there was definitely a reason. It was just such a such a note for him to be continually hitting like why was he always about to cry he was so upset i wouldn't be like this is an example of like great acting from brad just because he's really just kind of hanging out in a room eating right. chips but i don't know then at the same time like maybe there is uh, i mean when you're talking about the ensemble like there is control that's going into that like it's a controlled coolness 
Um, right. But I'm just like, how much of that is just because he's actually cool? Like, that, I think that's such a big part of Rusty's character is his ability to, like, kind of command attention and respect, but in, like, a really effortless way. Right, right. I, no, I think that's really interesting. And it's just, like, because I think that, like, Rusty is, like, sort of a midway point between, like, a burn after reading Brad and, like, actual Brad. Yeah. And then, like, fight, clo- you know? Yeah. Like, no, totally. It's totally a Tyler Durden mixed with Burn After Reading. Which maybe then is Brad. <laughs> Where does the Brad lie? Who is this man? I'm imagining that we have like a cork board, you know, like a crazy, like trying to solve a criminal murder like case. Like the, uh, like, like in the Always Sunny. Yeah, exactly. And, and it's photos. The other day, someone yeah. tried to tell me that that screenshot was from Pacific Rim. Oh my God. Like, You're too young. It's not. Um, but it's pictures of Brad Pitt in every single one of his roles. And in the middle, there's a big question mark and it says, who is this man? And then all the sign that all the pictures point to that. <laughs> that's that's where we're at because rusty seems so effortless mm-hmm. i think that that makes him like such a good example of like what bradness yeah. could be oh definitely no I, I think the effortlessness is a big part of it because he's like when you're doing something right looks like you're doing you nothing at all it. i feel like we've said that a lot on this podcast but i feel like that it comes back to that a lot. I don't know. I don't know. Now Definitely. I'm like, we have to meet Brad Pitt or we'll never know. I know, but I'm scared. And here's the thing. You can't just meet Brad Pitt because then he's going to be like putting on airs, you know, because you've got like a public persona versus private life. Yeah. You have to infiltrate and become his close personal friend so that he <laughs> lets down his guard and is his real authentic self. And then you compare yeah. the two. Um. Yeah, I think that, like, the best you could do on that is, like, becoming his personal assistant. I think so. Because then you have to, like, manage his calendar and stuff like that yeah. and like, do his errands yeah. and stuff. But then also, like, personal assistants kind of become people's friends. Yeah. If I've learned anything from knowing a bunch of personal assistants, sort of. We have to interview one of his personal assistants. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna. I don't know how we're gonna solve this. It's got to be together. It does have to be together. And I got you know what? Here's a one way that we could solve it is like, what if we use like um, the process of elimination? You know, you set up a bracket <laughs> one by one. You you didn't like my joke very much. That's okay. It wasn't a good joke. <laughs> my delivery was off. <laughs> No, keep going, keep going. Okay. You set up a bracket. Yeah, you set up a bracket. You could have it, like, professionally seated by somebody that, like, actually knows sports. Um, yeah. And you could use, like, the IMDb scores and stuff, Rotten Tomatoes, um, so that you could, like, kind of rank them and make sure the bracket was, like, seated fairly. Um, y- you could try yeah. your best at that, but you still might fuck up and, like, run into issues <laughs> at the end where, like, really good movies are pitted against duds, a surprising frequency, but um, I think it would still get you... <laughs> pretty much in the ballpark range of the ultimate brad yeah i feel like that's like probably a really good idea i think if you gave it a pithy title sort of like uh brad vember maybe <laughs> Ooh, or... that's good um brapril <laughs> um pittober i thought i was literally just thinking hey, that joke finger guns pew, pew. Pew, pew, pew. 
I think this is a great idea, Hannah. It might take a while, but I think we're dedicated it to the cause. It might take a while. I think that other people should be able to hear it. <laughs> oh, definitely. I think people need to hear this. But I don't think we should do any research on what making a podcast is. No. Uh-uh. I think we should use, like, computer microphones for the first, like, I don't know, six months. And then... <laughs> <laughs> And then just, like, never, like, promote ourselves and then wonder why we're not getting picked up when Brad Pitt has a really good acting here. (laughs) I think this is a great idea. I think think we have to do it. For everybody wondering, like, how this podcast got started, that's it. That's literally the conversation. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, So here we are, three years later, talking about Ocean's Eleven. Again. The first movie we talked about. It was the first. That's crazy. You know, here's the thing. I don't even know that, like, do we have additional insights on this movie? Like, I just really, I feel like there's weirdly not a lot to say about it. Other than it's it's really good and he's really solid. Yeah. I'll need to think about it. And he's so sad. I'll need to think about more. But, I mean, I think it's obvious that this is the winner of this round. Yeah, I don't think there's any world where Troy is a better performance <laughs> than Ocean's Eleven. Let's be honest with ourselves. but um, Unless you're talking about, like, stunts. But even then, Brad Pitt does some stunts in Ocean's Eleven, such as wearing that hideous wig. But do you see his butt? Mm, you do not. It's like, if I may be so frank... The rate it's like the ratio of like he's got the badonkadonk, right? And then he's got like yeah. really broad shoulders and a narrow little waist. And they really yeah. accentuated it with the way he was like pro- propping himself up on one arm. Yeah. And it was just, it was incredible. It was hot. I was like, this this is peak performance. It's really interesting too to like look at that physique versus uh fight club where I don't think he's uh packing that donk. <laughs> If I may be so crass. <laughs> did they get to do He does he, not have the yams did, in Fight Club. Did he get butt implants for Troy? Was I he, think he just never missed like that. He day. was just lifting a lot. Right, because his shoulders, he was really bulky, but like in a good yeah. way. This is really... Yeah, not, we're allowed We're allowed to do this. This is our podcast. Yeah, I've earned... I, this is my podcast. and I'll talk about Brad Pitt's sexy bod if I want to. For I think it's what the people want. Half of it. You know, it's an important part of Troy. It really is an important part of Troy. Because part of this is judged it's kind on of the only part of Troy. It is the only part of Troy. I mean, it's why they cast him in it. That's what I was thinking Joe. about, like... His only job was to stand there and pout and look good. And, like, he knew that. And he was Mm -hmm. just, like, putting in the bare minimum effort to get that across. And it, like, worked for the role because he's supposed to be, like, a slacker. It's a serviceable role in the movie. Right? Like, if you're... (laughs) Yeah. No. Like, if your job in a movie is to be hot, then he succeeded. Yeah. Very. He's passed with flying colors. (laughs) A++. And, like, yeah, he's not going to win for that. Like, Here's the criteria of this, of this Brad Pitt hotness scale, is does the Brad Pitt make Sarah, who hates all men and is very much a lesbian... Yes. Kind of want to smooch the Brad. That is a great... Uh, metric. Troy, flying colors. Like, Troy, flying colors. Dang. What else? We had a beautiful long hair Brad oh, in... Yes, I was just going to say. Uh, fucking uh, River... No, not River. Jesus. Um, no. The... Mm. Jesus Christ. He rides a horse and he's like old timey. Uh, little house on the prairie situation. Uh, Whoa, I'm sorry. I just Googled Brad Pitt horse and there's a picture of Brad Pitt 
has on a horse, horse, but the horse has a human face. Is it your spirit stallion of the summer? <laughs> Legends of the Fall Thank is you. the one that I'm talking about. Yes. No, but I'm going to send this picture Please to you. Please do. I'm really scared. Legends of the Fall, Brad. We have to tweet it. It's so cute. I have a crush on that, Brad, because he looks like a lesbian. But um, you know what? Like, that's the kind of like long haired jock I'm looking for. Like, tweet hit me up if you look like that if you look like brad pitt in legends of the fall please message me here i'm gonna send you this in the thing okay <sighs> i just got a link freakingnews.com brad pitt riding a horse that looks like angelina jolie holy shit okay i'm about i haven't clicked it yet um where do links go on google hangout oh there it is show messages i'm so scared no why no, no, it seems no, like no, something no. I would make in Photoshop. I can't believe you didn't. You have to tweet it. I can't. Nobody's. I'm not twisted. Nobody's gonna believe that you didn't Photoshop that. I'm terrified. Why? Who did this? Who did this? Oh, this is awful. Giving me anxiety. <laughs> Get it away. Um, if you are someone with six kids, you could go as. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie and all of their kids for Halloween. <laughs> Holy shit. That would be a great Halloween costume. Very specific. Um, <laughs> very niche. Very niche. Probably unrecognizable. And they would just be like, hello, why have you shown up to my Halloween party with all six of your children and you guys are wearing like regular clothes? <laughs> uh, but another great Halloween costume idea. Be Brad when he's dressed as the doctor in Ocean's Eleven with the terrible brown wig. <laughs> That's a very good multi-layered very very good one no one will get it you'll have to explain it but i mean isn't that part of a halloween costume i'm rusty i'm brad pitt as rusty ryan as a doctor in oceans 11 in the scene where he has to revive saul very funny if you want to be best friends with like very specific people then that's how you do it aka us yeah Exactly. I, yeah, I would absolutely lose I would my do shit. that thing. You know when you meet somebody at a party and you're drunk and you get really excited because they understand a reference? There's no greater solidarity than drunk party costume recognition. Especially if you recognize each other at the same time. That's like a real like light yes. bulb moment. <sighs> Man. Um, I hope you've been thoroughly, thoroughly spooked by this Halloween episode. <laughs> by how scary Whoa, Troy and Ocean. How scary it is that Brad Pitt is so scary high and <laughs> Troy and how Brad Pitt is so scarily himself in Ocean's Eleven. It frightens me to my very core. How about the existential <laughs> horror that we will never know Brad Pitt? Oh, that's the scariest thing. Or the ghost in my apartment. The ghost in your apartment is number one scary. I'm absolutely horrified. Um, we we really cannot figure out if we have told the story on air or not. So if you would like to hear the story, feel free to tweet. Um, let's see. How do we feel about doing? a very difficult one next week uh, with special guest Brittany, friend of the show, uh, which is uh, Assassination of Jesse James versus 12 Monkeys. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. I'm into yeah. it. I, I feel like we've had a lot of obvious winners, but this one is the absolute opposite Yeah, I'm ready to actually have to like use my brain. Yeah, that's, that's going to be a painful one. Like, there's no... Yeah, like... Nobody goes home happy. There's no good result. Yeah, this is like, uh, you know, when it gets down to it in, like, RuPaul's Drag Race, and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's gonna be. I am excited. I support this. Cool. Yeah. 
thank you for listening. I really appreciate it. Again, every day, I, yeah, I don't know. I love talking into a microphone about movies, and I hope you like listening to it. It's fun to talk into a microphone. If you would like to hear more of us when our new episodes drop, feel free to give us a follow on Apple Podcasts or Acast or Stitcher or anywhere that uh, podcasts are found. Mm -hmm. Um, You can also follow us on Twitter at March Badness. You can look for us on Facebook uh, if you still use Facebook. And that's March Badness. You can follow us on Instagram, which is a subsidiary of Facebook. I'm sorry to report to you all, lest you forget. That is March dot Bradness. Or you can look at us online at MarchBradness.net as a nothing but net. Where you can find uh, where to stream various Brad Pitt movies, which is a list that we should update. And um, (laughs) we can show you the bracket. In both a spoiler and a non-spoiler uh, version. Yeah, we got the whole thing. This you can tell I really thought about how to say these things. <laughs> There's a lot of goodies on the website, and we absolutely need to update our uh, where to watch Brad Pitt movies online part of the website because uh, Troy is on Netflix right now. So snap that up while it's hot. <laughs> yeah, then you don't have to Google watch Troy free online <laughs> and then accidentally find the director's cut that starts with a dog finding a man without a face. Um, yeah, well, have a freaking happy Halloween if you're going, if you're going trick-or-treating, be safe, have fun. (laughs) If you're you're going trick-or-treating, stop listening to this podcast, please, you are too young. (laughs) Too young. If you're going to a Halloween party, have safe, be fun, don't drink and drive. Uh, If you're staying in because you're old and you have to get up early for work, um, I respect that. That's what I'm doing. Um, And have a great time. Also, watch a scary movie, maybe. Or don't, if you get really scared. Yeah. Um, if you get really scared, you could just watch, like, Scooby-Doo. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I would do that. I think I might do that now. <laughs> I think you should. Um, don't get too scared, if you do. Yeah. Um, you could just get presently, pleasantly frightened. Yeah, exactly. And we will be back in your ear holes uh, two weeks from today. On whatever Thursday that is. It'll be November. The time will have changed and it'll be dark (laughs) and cold, maybe. (laughs) Anyway, on that note. All right. Okay. All right. Bye. Oh, shit. Bye. Bye. Wow. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just call it. Okay. Good. Good good enough. We did it. Bye. Bye.